And so you have a husband and wife and they are arguing, right? They have a little argument here, a little argument there. And it doesn't really get resolved, right? These arguments and it just starts to build. Hello everybody, my name is Adam Cross. I'm a registered associate marriage and family therapist um, in Southern California, and I'm also a Catholic youth minister. Today I wanna to talk about the cycle of violence a little bit. Uh, when I was fresh out of, actually I wasn't even out of grad school, I was in grad school, I started working with, with batterers. Batterers were um, adults who have been charged and convicted with domestic violence in some way against spouse or or partner um, in their home. So I was stuck in these batterers groups um, at first and I kind of didn't realize that they wanted me, a guy, to be in that group, partially because my field, there's not a lot of guys. And second, not many people want to be working with batterers, right? Not many people want to be working with the, um, the people who are doing the harm, right? A lot, of, a lot of work is with the victims, but nobody really wants to go with the perpetrators. So my, my first experiences with therapy were with with batters um, and a lot of that process was anger management and a huge part of it was accountability uh, one of the things i want to talk about is really the cycle of violence and i've seen this in a lot of different ways play out in my batters groups with the guys and their stories that they've told me but also just in um, things around us relationships around us that i've seen in my life and it doesn't even have to be like huge violence or huge abuse, but just little things that happen with fights. And I think while we're talking about the cycle of violence with perpetrators and domestic violence, we can also look at this in our own lives. I mean, and I guess we'll talk about how that how that makes sense. You know, it's kind of scary, like, whoa, you know, I, I'm not abusive, I, I'm not in an abusive relationship. But even this idea of understanding how abuse works or how things build up and how we deal with stuff can help us live healthier lives and have better relationships. You can imagine a situation in your life, maybe in a relationship that you have, um, where tension is building, right? Um, this could be, you know, a disagreement with a loved one, or even just kind of tension or disagreements at work with coworkers. Um, it, could, it could be a, a wide variety of things, but for our instances, let's, let's look at a, a marriage. So you have a husband and wife, and they are arguing. Right? They have a little argument here, a little argument there. And it doesn't really get resolved, right? these arguments, and it just starts to build. Right? So the tension builds because there's no resolution to the arguments. Um, the tension builds and builds and builds until ultimately what we call an explosion of some sort. And that's usually the primary abuse. Um, you know, so if, if it's not... Um, a, you know, a, a big event, it could be something as simple as yelling at, at your wife or your husband, right? Tension's building until there's a breaking point and there's yelling, there's screaming, there could be name calling, there could be physical abuse um, or any other type of, of serious abuse, right? So tension builds up to the point of explosion, um, there's an event. After the event, um, typically in the cycle of violence, there's a period of remorse. Um, and there's a period of trying to win the person back. So usually the person who has caused the abuse then kind of switches gears and goes into to, uh, saying sorry, wanting forgiveness, saying that it'll never happen again, right? And oftentimes the person who has been affected or abused 
we'll forgive them, we'll say, I forgive you, it's okay, we'll go back to normal. And then from there, it becomes kind of this honeymoon stage, right? It's like, well, everything's great. You know, they apologize, they said they're never gonna do this again. So, what is the solution? We're looking at this cycle of violence. Now, what works to avoid that explosion, right? That negative thing. Really, it's good problem solving skills. Um, and it's, it's kind of circumventing that explosion. So what does that look like? Us as kind of everyday people who maybe we're not uh, batterers or perpetrators, but in our own relationships, if we don't really deal with these things that are coming up in our lives and our relationships, if we're not trying to resolve and kind of put things out on the table with people that we care about, um, be honest with them, sometimes that, that can cause some real tension that builds up, builds and builds. Um, and that can lead to passive aggressiveness or ultimately aggressiveness, right? Which leads to some sort of event or explosion. And there's so many things that we can do. We'll talk more about that on this channel of how do you avoid the explosion? You know, tension's a part of life, disagreement's a part of life, how do you deal with it? But just so you guys know, that is kind of the, the glimpse of the cycle of violence. So tension, explosion, right? Remorse, forgiveness, honeymoon, and then it starts all over. So if you have any questions or comments about this, about domestic violence, about working with batterers, love to hear them. Um, you can comment below, you can go on my website. I do have a couple articles about this and I'd love to hear from you. So thank you for watching and please subscribe and God bless.